and wonderful people. It's another wonderful opportunity that God has given us to share in our daily inspiration. We thank God because of his loving kindness and faithfulness. He has protected us and preserved us. And the question we are trying to answer or to unlove this week and last week has been, is it okay to test God? Should we test God or should we not? And I know we have looked into different scenarios from the scriptures or people who tested God and the outcome was not always the best. It is not good. I think the underlying principle is that it is not good for us to test God. But we also know there are instances where the Lord asks us to test him. And today we're going to look into instances where the Lord asks us to test him or maybe to involve him in the things that we are doing. And especially where his will may not be further. Right. We may not be able to know what is God's will, what is God's perfect will for us in a given situation. In those situations, God invites us to test him or to try him, not necessarily to test him, but to try him. And I want us to look uh, into the scriptures, and especially one example that is given in the first book of Samuel, First Samuel chapter 14. And this is an example of a young man called Jonathan. And uh, the background of the story is, it is a time when Israel were actually under the, the, the domination of the Philistines. And the scripture says it's like these people are actually living in hiding. Until one day, a young man called Jonathan, that is the son of the first king of Israel called Saul, decided uh, to do something. He decided to take a step of faith. But he, he also knew that uh, the student they were in was because Israel was, uh, had sinned against God. Things were not okay. God was not speaking to them. And Jonathan needed to know what is God's will for us in this particular situation. Remember, his desire and his interest was not self-serving. He was looking at what would bring the greater good of his people. And in chapter 14, we lead a situation where he tells his young dealer, we have been hiding for too long. We have been in this situation for too long. Let us take a step of faith. What are we going to do? We are going to go to the camp of the Philistines. I know they are our enemies. We are hiding from them. We know they, are, they have dominated us, but we are going to show ourselves. Let me tell you how it was. They were somewhere down. And then the Philistines were up, you know, in an outpost. That is what the scripture says. If you read the whole of that particular chapter, they were up there. Let me read from verse um, 8. And this is uh, what uh, the scripture says. Jonathan said, he's talking to his uh, Amabiela, or the person who used to carry his arms. Jonathan said, come on then. We will cruise over toward them and let them see us. If they say to us, Wait until wait there until we come to you. Uh, we will stay where we are and not go up to them. But if they say, Come up to us, we will climb up because that will be our sign that the Lord has given them into our hands. So both of them showed themselves to the Philistines' outpost. Look, said the Philistines, the Hebrews are crawling out of their hiding. Mm, of, of their holes where they were hiding in. The men of the outpost shouted to Jonathan and his armor come up to us and we will teach you a lesson. So Jonathan said to his armor climb up after me. The Lord has given them into the hand of Israel. Jonathan was communicating to his armor or wanted to know what is the will of God regarding a given situation through signs. 
The sign is not an easy one. Remember, they had to climb a cliff. It was actually a cliff that they were to climb. And the sign they had given, if they wanted an easy sign, they would have said, if these people say, let's come down to where you are, then that will be a sign that God has given them to us. But if they say climb up, then we know it's dangerous because it is obvious for somebody to come down where you are rather than for them to demand that you have to climb. Remember, if they had to climb the cliff with his armor bearer, that means that they would have been tired. And that is the sign that they gave. That, that is a sign that they trusted God for. They did not look for an easy sign. It was not say of serving. It was a difficult sign that if they say climb and come over to us, then we shall surely know God has given them into our hands. Many times, and, and remember as we are saying that this sign was for the greater good of God's people. It was not for Jonathan. It is not because Jonathan wanted to make a, a, a simple decision. No, it was for the greater good of his of God's people, Israel. And God responded. If you read that particular, the rest of the story, you will see how Jonathan and his armor bearer, they climbed the cliff. They went where the Philistines were. Let me tell you that the scripture says that they were able to loot the Philistines. They defeated them. They were just the two of us until the rest of the army were able to hear the commotion and come and help them. What am I saying? It is okay to ask God for a sign. And that is in a situation where you are not so sure about God's will. But then, the sign that you are asking God for should not be self-serving. It's not just be for your own good. It should not be a selfish one. It should be a sign of faith. Remember many times when you ask God for us, it has to be something difficult, not something that you can, uh, you, you can just achieve on your own. You know some of us, the signs we give to God. Hey, you so-and-so smiles at me. You so-and-so does this to me. It has to be something that is a bit difficult, like the sign that Jonathan and his armor bearer asked. And then it has to serve a greater good than just meeting your selfish ends. In what situation are you today? And maybe you need God to give you a sign that he's going to be together with you, that he is going to guide you in whatever it is that you are doing for the greater good of his people it is okay to ask god for a sign it has to be for the greater good of his people it does not have to be self-serving and then don't make it so easy that any other person can copy it i like saying that when you're hungry and you say that you are hungry the first person to give you an offer is always the enemy why don't you turn these stones into blood it has to be something that when it happens it leaves no doubt even to that party that it is actually the lord who did it thank you so much let us pray together Lord, we are grateful because of speaking to us and encouraging us through your word. Thank you because of reminding us you do not mind being involved in the lives of your people through signs. Jonathan and his armor bearer trusted you for a sign. And for the sake of your people, Israel, God, you granted them that sign. We are grateful because you are God who gives us victory in the battles that we are fighting in life. It is our prayer that in the issues that we are trusting you for, you will grant us the wisdom and the grace to inform you that we may see you at work on our behalf and that, Lord, you may show yourself strong on behalf of your children. I bless my brother and my sister who are listening to me and I pray that you will reach out to them, that you will show yourself strong and glorious on their behalf in the situations and circumstances of life where they are trusting you for. Be with us and watch over us the rest of this day. For this we ask in Jesus' name. 
amen and amen god bless you thank you once again for joining me i do not take it for granted i am grateful and i wish Thank mm -hmm. you.